Okay, everybody, welcome back to Not a Cheat Meal. I don't know what episode this is, but 47. 47. I am Todd, and I'm here with the always and amazing K Dub Fitness. <laughs> so, yes, 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 we are back, and we are here live with you today. Yes, yes. Uh, episode 47. What's the name of this episode? Or what are, what are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to... I don't know the exact title yet, because <clears throat> this is actually, guys, just a random topic that we wanted to Yes. Random talk about. topic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know the title yet, but... <clears throat> I might need to give me some water. Go ahead. Um, but... I'm still kind of like, like I said, this was just a random topic, and I don't want this episode to come across in the wrong way by any means, but I think it may be helpful to some people. Okay. So, we are going to talk about when fitness becomes an obsession and unhealthy um Todd's yes. story with that. Yes. And then how fitness can can actually help with an addiction. Oh. <laughs> My story. So yes. So Wait, I don't some yin and yang. I'm not sure how this is gonna like come across, but and I don't want it to come across as I don't know, we'll get to those points whenever I feel like they need to be said. Okay. But I feel like, you know, Todd is a really <clears throat> powerful story that probably most people, I mean, you haven't talked about it in a long time. So no. these people would have to have been following us for like There's some six years or so. There's some OGs out there. Um, yeah, there is. Um, and then in uh, my story too, which I talk about more frequently than, than your story, but I think they're both like really powerful stories that I think could help somebody. Um, so I think we should talk about it, but yeah. so we, um, in October of 2016, um, that seems so long. It does six years ago. Okay. Um, I'm very open about my story of, you know, quitting alcohol. Um, I became sober six years ago. I haven't had a drop of alcohol since, and I really credit, a lot of that healing and recovery to finding my love for real fitness um, and what has led me where I am today. Uh -huh. um, so, and then in the same year, I don't think it was in October, but the same year, six years ago, Todd also um, quit something that was very addictive uh, to him. I think it... Uh yeah. I think it was because... It was pretty much around there. Yeah. 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 So, we want to just kind of share... Yeah, it was. It was. It was. That was my last race, yeah. Yeah. So, we don't, We want to just share the stories of both of those. Um, and then, just trying to help you understand that fitness can become an obsession and maybe, like, signs to recognize that. And then also realizing that if you have an addiction, um, sometimes, you know, people who have addictions, usually 
they have an addictive personality, so they have to find something to replace that unhealthy addiction with something else. And in my instance, it was turning from alcohol, you know, years of alcohol abuse to fitness, and that really changed my life for the better. And now, six years later, we have a really good balance of our fitness life. Yeah. Um, and I can see, you know, some people are obsessed with fitness and working out and things that may not be serving you in the best ways. Um, so, why don't yeah. you start with your story, B? So, I was, um, before Christy and I met, I did some Beachbody work. Not work for Beachbody, but did P90X and did, who was that other guy's name? Um, Sean T. Sean T. So P90X kind of got me out of, I was, I, was, uh, I was overweight. I was contemplating going from a 36 pant size to a 38. And I, I really wish you had the pictures of those. I wish Dang I did it. too. I was literally, and now, now I'm a 32. So that gives you guys some perspective. But 36 to 38, and I thought, man, I need some pants. Why am I going? Why am I keep going up in size? So, <clears throat> I somebody was doing P90X somewhere at work. Maybe I don't know, but I jumped in on it, and I got amazing results. I took about two weeks off, did P90X again. Um, I did, and, and then I you get crazy results. Um, and then I did Sean T. One of his insane, you know, it was probably one of the insanity. I think that's the first one. Mm-hmm. And then and, and then I became and then it was like, oh my God, there's eight packs here. I'm back down to size thirty two. And then I thought, Oh, I'm gonna do P ninety X two, you know, or Insanity ten or whatever it was at the time. And then I <clears throat> became just cardio fitness crazy in shape. Probably the best shape of my life. And I decided to join, not join, um, enter a 10K race. And I hadn't run since high school, but I knew that I was in amazing shape and I knew I did well. So <clears throat> it was down at a, like a high school college competition, but they have an open for everybody. And I did amazingly well, like fastest I've ever run since high school without ever training for a run. And that was like, oh my God, I won my age group. It's like, how did I, you know, and I'm not even a runner. And then I decided, oh, let's enter a runner, another race. Let's enter another race. So then became, let's train for this 10K. Let's train for this half marathon. Let's train for this one. Let's train for this one. And then I became, <clears throat> it started to creep in on my personal life. Um, and I was not devoting family time like I should. And I was focused on getting in the best shape of my life. Um, and then I decided I can half marathon wasn't far enough. Let's do a marathon. Okay. Now I got to train a little bit harder, a little bit longer. And then it was really cutting into my family life. <laughs> and... And uh, so then I did a couple of marathons, and I thought, what's next? 
um, 50K. Okay, I can do 31 miles. Easy. Did that for uh, a couple of years. And I thought, well, 50K, I can do 50 miles. Anybody can. If, anybody, if I can do 50K, I know I can go 50 miles. So that increases your time to train. And you're running more. And you're running more. And then I thought, well, I can do 100K. And that's about when Christy met me in the 50k to 100k transition mm-hmm. um and that that was sucking a lot of time it was sucking a lot of time because you have to run a lot of miles to stay in shape but i think what was what was the problem was i was not realizing how much time it was taking away from everything else mm-hmm. and it became it, like you said it became an obsession and it was just addicting because you feel like you can't stop if i stop i lose all this that i've worked hard for mm-hmm. and not realizing that yeah you can take a break you can take a week off you're not gonna lose get out of shape but at the time you're so in it and <clears throat> i had probably in my pre-marathon days i the boys and i uh, mom we broke up um, and then uh, I was single for a while met somebody else probably not the right person well definitely not the right person but go ahead I thought you were going to say we, I think we all have those after a divorce with the dating stories <laughs> so yeah. I, I was running oh man I was running away from her and that situation but also running because it was an obsession so it was twofold i mean it was it was feeding the addiction and running away from standing up and you know leaving that unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. because if i'm running i don't have to be home with her so yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then and then uh christy came along and i thought why why am i running so much because I, I ran for a little bit longer with you. I ran a 50K, yeah. And uh, I don't think I ran a marathon, but anyway. No, I, you ran a 50K and I think a 100 miler when we were together. The 100K. 100K. So, yeah. Yeah. And then. I will, I will say that the, the 50K, that was my last 50K that I ran. Actually, that was my second to last race I've ever run. Mm-hmm. But I did kind of just brag and say I got fourth overall in that race out of 190 people. Yeah, so that is so awesome. It's <laughs> pretty proud of myself. I remember, like, I was just that. I mean, I remember asking you, like, are you human? Can you really run? Like, to see him run that long, like, I chased him from like different stops and just meeting him along the way on that race. And it was, it was very fun to watch you do that. But it's just like, oh my God, these people are not human. Yeah, to be able to run that, that, that much. Was, it's that crazy. Was, that was the best shape of my long miles. Yeah. But anyway, we, we met, and I thought, well, you don't have to run anymore. Mm-hmm. This is, you're, you're good. You've met somebody. You've met your match. you met your your dream girl. <laughs> so there's no, no running away from that relationship. And I don't even really know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, how that went down with six years ago like i don't remember that it just i just um 
I think I just stopped cold turkey. Yeah, you did. I just didn't run anymore. But I think it. I remember asking you, like, making sure, like... Oh, yeah. I think you, <laughs> you kind of just realized, like, I think I may have been running away from, like, problems. Problems. And yeah. it turned into an addiction, an obsession that you realized was no longer healthy for you. It was, I was overweight, let's get in shape. And then it became, I'm in shape, let's get in better shape. Oh, I'm in better shape, I can be in the best shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in the best shape, well, I can't lose this now. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go harder and let's go longer. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then I met that person and it's like, oh, this is not good. Let's, let's keep running, let's keep running. We just got... Just keep running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not this is where I want to like interject and say not saying that everybody who runs is running well, away from problems at no, home or anything. That was just but my situation. Just I feel like sometimes you know people become addicted to working out, just like an addiction to drugs or alcohol, because you're missing. There's something missing inside of you, yes. and you're using that to hide and that's a the good problem and to run away from the problem. Yes. So, just... That's what I was doing, for sure. Yeah, I hope that lands with you in some way, and if it triggers you a little bit, maybe lean into... Why are you running? Why? Why are you, why are you, why are you obsessed yeah. with what you're doing? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so, as far as my side of the story um, with turning an addiction into our fitness being an amazing release from an addiction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So six years ago um, in October, October 16th, um, was the six-year anniversary of kissing goodbye alcohol. Um, So I lived a life full of drinking um, it didn't start out like I wasn't. It started out with having like a drink or so every night, and then yeah, um, through nursing school and stuff, you know, that's when I really had to have like wine to be able to fall asleep at night. Um, you know, with the stresses of nursing school and uh, all those things, so I feel like it kind of started there, maybe. Um, and then it just progressively started, you know, building out tolerance. So then I would have to have more to get the same feeling to be numb. Um, and then eventually, you know, how that happens with, you know, alcoholism is it just kind of spirals out of control. And, you know, one day you're the life of the party. And then the next day you're blacking out and have no idea what the hell's going on anymore because you're drinking so much and mm-hmm. you're adding more and more and more drinks. Um, so um, I'm very open about that story. Um, I talk about it often, but um, for me, I really, you know, I, I credit, I credit Todd for, for helping me become sober, but I also want to say when I say that, that I was to a place where I was ready, ready to stop. Um, The pain of being a drunk was by far taking over my just everything in my my mind my body like i just was i was really done with it and i you know i really credit him to help me and not that not that i changed for him because that's not the case at all i did not change for him he did not make me change it was something that i really wanted to do 
for a long time and I just never I just never could get past that fear of oh my god what's my life going to be like without alcohol like this is all I know like this is going to be very scary my life's going to completely change you know and I don't know and in, in, if it's going to be in a good way or not but I knew I did I knew I needed to have something to focus on so I wasn't constantly thinking about alcohol so this is where um when Todd and I st- actually started lifting weights together yeah. was um was in that scenario um and it, he didn't know at the time when we were dating um that was two months in of our dating venture when I you know had to tell him that I was an alcoholic and I needed him to know just some things about my past and so I could come clean into the relationship and see if he wanted to keep going forward with me or if we wanted to go ahead and end things or I just I just felt like I was at that point where I needed to I, I wanted to I didn't I wanted you to trust me but I didn't want to like say on the first date oh yeah I'm an alcoholic by the way like, like that's just something that you I don't feel like you have to say on the first date like let's see if things even progress first you know yes um but anyway, he he was very understanding, and um, I quit cold turkey that yeah, night. Um, we went to a Halloween party, and the next day, I'm not really sure exactly how the conversation came up. I can't really remember. Um, but I know I know you told me that um, that you know that you not going to make me quit. Like it had to be my decision, but that you loved me enough to 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 help in any way that to be a support in any way that you possibly could and that was the night that you threw away like all the beers in, in your refrigerator you mm-hmm. took them all and said you know i i'm gonna get rid of these beer because i don't i don't want to drink in front of you anymore and so we went through all that mm-hmm. um together which is awesome and now i honestly don't even think about alcohol i mean i really <laughs> i don't think about running <laughs> i i really don't think about it like it's just not part of my life anymore yeah. So, for me, though, I knew that I had to have something to focus on. I needed, I, needed, I needed a new focus in my life. So, of course, I had, you know, my new relationship with Todd, but I didn't want to just rely, like, I wanted to better myself. Like, this is going to be the first time ever that I was ever sober. Like, I wanted to, I just wanted to be a better person. And I wanted to, you know, heal my body from all the alcohol that I poured into it for years. Like, I just wanted to, just wanted to be a better person from the inside out. So, um, I turned to to lifting weights and got very very passionate about that and I love every some ever I loved every single minute of it I still do um, so I feel like there's there can be times in your life where you know training training <laughs> trading a really unhealthy addiction for a healthy addiction and it could really change your life. I think maybe at first I may have been a little now looking back maybe a little obsessed with it maybe I think but now I have a really good balance of it like it doesn't overtake my life maybe like, at the, yeah maybe at the beginning it was both new to us because I'd never really lifted mm-hmm. hard like we did at the beginning I think we were seeing such amazing changes and feeling so good yeah that it was like let's just keep going mm-hmm we did take i mean we took rest days it's not like we did it seven days a week no we didn't do it seven days a week no so I've, yeah yeah i don't i mean i don't think i don't think it was a i don't I was, i'm trying to like 
look back up at the last six years and like i don't think i turned like super obsessive about alcohol and then turned over to being super obsessive about working out no like i think it was a healthy trade and it gave me something to focus on and then it made me see the changes that was happening in my body and in my mind and it was just oh it was just amazing feeling so um, i yeah i'm I'm proud of you baby oh thank you i'm proud of you too (laughs) (laughs) i was (laughs) i was also gonna say that yeah because i was running a minimum of two hours a day every day seven days a week Mm -hmm. minimum and now i'm working out five days a week (laughs) 45 minutes a day max yeah and i feel stronger Mm -hmm. and just yeah and and better yep i have energy now before when i was running so much all you have energy to do is just keep running Mm -hmm. and that's i think some of the things too like trying to trying to articulate what like maybe an unhealthy fitness addiction looks like is i feel like if you're starting to put off like family stuff or events yeah events because now i have to work out or you know what i mean like i can't do that because i have to xyz with my fitness goals like that can become obsession to where like mm-hmm. no, if, I'm, look, if I'm looking back on the, the the six year the first part of our six years of this, um, you know when I was doing macros and stuff, and like when I first got into macros, um, you know I would like bring my own food. Like I was probably a little bit obsessive about my macros. Then, if I'm being honest, <laughs> she held those tight. So. <laughs> But it also led to results six months later. So I, and I'm not as obsessed as of obsessive as I am now. But I thought that I had to be like perfect on everything to to get results. Yeah. When I really now, now I know I don't have to be perfect. I just need to be consistent on things, and that maybe wouldn't have been so such a hold on me. Like I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like I knew <laughs> I knew there was going to be yeah. parts of this where I wanted it to come off across. Not in the wrong way, but like, I just feel like you know, yeah. sometimes you can be a little bit obsessive, like step goals or something like, oh, my God, I did not get all my steps. I have to, you know, get these last 50 in, um, which there's nothing wrong with having goals and going after a number, like a goal for like step goal or, you know, like working out, whatever. But you just want to make sure that it doesn't turn like fitness should not rule your life. No. Like fi- fitness should should mold around your life and it should be interchangeable to different seasons of your life um yeah. that's what i want to say okay yeah <laughs> well yeah <laughs> that's good so this else? was a good this is good i just i think i just wanted to share those stories with you guys so hopefully that helps people yeah. um you know if you're feeling like you're being obsessive with with working out lean into why you feel that way or why yeah, that's why. A good point. Why you're thinking you have to work out seven days a week and go to the gym multiple times a day? Like something's either missing or something's oftentimes ha- something's happening with an addiction or an obsession. You're trying to fill a void of something, so figure out what that void is. Yeah, like nine times out of ten, that's what it is. Something is you have a void missing in your life, and you're trying to numb it with something. Something. 
something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Awesome. But on the flip coin of that, just because you have fitness goals doesn't mean that you're trying to run away from stuff either. That's yeah, true. <laughs> there's there's like a fine line, and I don't know really know where to tell you that fine line is, but you they know. know. You know. They know where the line's at. Yep. So. Okay. All right. I'm proud of you, baby. I'm proud of you, baby. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> Not to say, Todd is like, we were just talking about this the other day, he's so, like, so much more muscular now. When I first met him, he, like, he, he was an ultra runner, obviously, so... He was very like everything was little about it. Like your neck was little. Like everything, you're, like you were just you were very ripped. But now you have like massive muscle, and you just look freaking amazing. <laughs> My God, I can't get enough of you. Just have to say that. Oh, we gotta go. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye.